0: Are we recording? I'm way louder than you.
1: There we go. Okay. Hope I don't burp this Egg McMuffin into the microphone.
0: You got an Egg McMuffin?
1: Oh, I did. Sausage. That's the way to go with the Egg McMuffin. Yeah. Everyone goes, oh, bacon, bacon. Sausage is the money breakfast meat.
0: It is. Yeah, and even when you do, you go out for like breakfast, even if it's not a McMuffin you're getting, it's always weird when I see people ordering bacon with their breakfast. It's like, what are you doing? You can't, you're not going to make yourself sausage at home. Get sausage, damn it. Bacon is a fine meat.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I will. I won't turn it away if you offer it to me. Yeah, but if I have my choice, I'm going sausage, baby. That's yeah, what I always say.
0: That he has that tattooed on his neck. I'm going sausage. Yeah, which is it's weird out of context. You don't really know what it means, and
1: it does require an explanation.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, so I was on vacation.
1: Yeah, I am quite pleased that you didn't come back with the accent. <laughs> Some <laughs> people go to England for a little while and they come back, and all of a sudden they're talking like this. Good day,
0: mate. Oh, wrong accent.
1: All of a sudden, you're talking like Thomas Shelby. Yeah. That's a Talk- Peaky Blinders reference.
0: Okay, so I saw Peaky Blinders thing when I was there. Peaky Blinder. what is that, a name of a person? Is that a town? Is it a... It was a gang. A gang?
1: It was a gang. Uh, in the show, they're a
0: gang. Are uh, they from Camden? Yeah, I think so. Because I was in Camden. No, Birmingham. Oh, okay, and I saw Peaky Blinders. I don't know. It was dumb. I didn't show. understand it, so it was dumb.
1: It's a good show. I recommend it. Yeah, it's one of those ones that takes place like post World War One, but mm. they use contemporary music.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, my review of London, England. Oh yeah, right. Fan fricking
1: tastic. Let me write this down. London, England. Would you describe it as world
0: class city? My God, would I ever? Okay, I, world you know what? class. It's city. I had never been there before. And it's like one of the first places I've been to where within 24 hours I'm like, oh, this is my town. I could live here. I loved it so much.
1: I've, I, I was there briefly once, like a decade ago. And yeah. All I remember is getting there and being like, oh my God, their old stuff is
0: old. old. <laughs> like right? our old stuff's what? 150 years? Maybe. Maybe. At best. Most of, you'll see a building
1: from 1912 and people are like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, 1912
0: is new. <laughs>
1: you go over there and like everything there is a thousand years old.
0: Yeah, check out that 100-year-old infill. You know, that's what it <laughs> feels like over there. But it was like, it, it's not just the architecture, but politeness has not gone out of style in London. Like it's still there. It's like, no, you go first. I insist you go first. People like when you are driving, I didn't drive there, but I spent a lot of time in buses and in cabs. And it's like people are constantly waving you into traffic. What is that about a city? And that's why the traffic keeps moving is because people don't treat it like a goddamn race. Here, it's like if you let somebody merge, you lost the race. You're a loser.
1: Well, you have to look the other direction when you're crossing the road.
0: Yeah, that was weird. I just both got smoked several times. Yeah. Uh, they love their adjectives over there. Oh, lovely. Brilliant. Like, they've really upped their adjective games. We're still stuck on awesome. Even
1: they that accent and the way they talk, yeah. they could be talking about the dumbest thing, and it'll
0: sound so elegant. I know. There's just something about it. I loved that town. We did so much. My, it was just my beautiful bride and I. We'd set an alarm every single morning. We'd be up seven o'clock, showered and out the door of the hotel. And we would just dive into that town every, and we wouldn't go back to the hotel once throughout the day. It'd be like 11 o'clock or midnight and we'd come back in again. Ooh. Just dragging our dead phone batteries. I've never, my phone ran out of bat. That was terrifying for me. I had no phone for a couple of hours one day. When
1: you're in a strange town, mm-hmm. yeah, that could be a bit weird. Uh, but that's good. And you went to a uh, football match?
0: I did. I Friday night, I was laying in bed in my hotel room and, like, hmm, what are you going to do tomorrow, Garn? I know. So I bought myself a ticket, went and saw the number one team in the Premier League. <laughs> Arsenal. I'm a big fan now. Big Arsenal guy. I'm a huge Arsenal guy. God, that was an experience. (laughs) I don't care about soccer or football. I don't, but I do now. Like I, after being in that, I was at Emirates stadium. That's the home field for, uh, Arsenal. Obviously. And I sat between like a 16 year old kid and a 65 year old grandma who had the filthiest mouths I've Never heard. Nice. Oh, my God. They sang every song. The The crowd doesn't stop singing the whole time. They
1: just sing. I didn't realize either until you said it, and I guess it makes sense that they don't allow you to have beers in your
0: seats. Yeah, I tried to take a beer, and I just about got thrown in prison.
1: You have to pound that thing in the concourse?
0: Yeah, and boy, do they pound beer in the concourse to the point that I saw not one but two people barf. <laughs> just, this was half, do you call it halftime? Halftime, yeah. Yeah. I was just standing there and I was at the game by myself. So I was just sort of talking to random strangers, just leaning against a wall, drinking a beer. And these young guys, they found out I was from Canada and we started talking about Canada. And all of a sudden, I could hear this splashing sound. And uh, the one guy turns around and goes, (laughs) welcome to football. (laughs) And then the other guy looked at the contents and said, that looks fresh. Like he really? had, he felt the need to review what he was watching.
1: Really bizarre way to describe vomit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that looks fresh.
0: Oh man. What else have I got here in my phone? I made notes. Oh, I saw a guy walking around the British museum with a hemorrhoid pillow on his arm. And no shame. Hey, no shame whatsoever. And then I saw him find a seat on a bench and he put his little hemorrhoid pillow down and he sat on it. Wow. It's like he didn't even have it in a backpack or anything. He just he yep. just had it all on his arm, like you know, like he was running, like he was a member of the Coast Guard and he was going to rescue, you know, people from a shipwreck.
1: That's the level of adventurer I yearn to be. Because if you know, I were to have hemorrhoids, mm-hmm. I think I'd just stay at home for a couple days. You yeah, know? I would keep that one. I'd skip located. the museum. Yeah, I wouldn't go to a museum and proudly display my little donut pillow.
0: Yeah. God, I took way too many selfies. Way, and I posted them on Facebook too. God, I feel bad about that now.
1: So like Abbey Road.
0: Yeah, I went I to Abbey that. Road. I signed the wall out front of Abbey Road. You
1: did the crosswalking thing,
0: of course. I did. Me yeah. and my beautiful bride. It's like, did you even go to Abbey Road if you don't pose for the uh, the photo on the crosswalk
1: on the zebra crosswalk?
0: People pose for pictures in very little or almost no clothing in front of the gates to Buckingham Palace. Mmm, baby. I would I'm sh- I don't know what the deal is, but I'm guessing they're influencers of some sort and they're down there taking pictures of themselves wearing I don't know, jewelry, swimwear. God, I sound square.
1: Oh man. Did you see the changing of the guard or whatever?
0: No. It's probably I not saw as the guards. No, my bride wanted to go to that. I'm like, "Oh. We saw them marching around though." Like they go to spell each other off. Like no, I didn't see them change guard as a group, but I saw like a single one. All of a sudden he would pick his knee up and he'd start marching across the courtyard and he'd go face the other guy. But they're hundreds of yards away from you. I can only imagine that they're whispering to each other. I effing hate you. Can you believe how much this job sucks? Having people
1: watch you every day while you work. I have such bad gas right now.
0: I could just let one rip, but I can't. <laughs> I imagine that's it. I toured churches, Bryce. I toured churches. You know what the biggest letdown was? Tell me. The London Eye.
1: Oh, the Ferris wheel thing.
0: I never went on it, but I hated the fact I walked. It's almost like that's the cheesy tourist part of London. Don't even bother walking over there. (laughs) Shrek's Adventure. What does Shrek have to do with downtown London?
1: Yeah, you never want to look like a tourist. Yeah. You always want to look like a
0: cool local. Anyway, my review of London... Two thumbs up. Okay, let me write that down. Two thumbs up. You know what I didn't worry about the whole time I was there? The oil in my car, getting an oil change.
1: Oh, what a load off your mind that must have been.
0: But now that I'm back, guess what I'm going to do? Oh. LubeCity.ca, pal.
1: Are you going to go to one of their 27 Alberta locations?
0: They've got 27 locations in Alberta. (laughs) That is, that's an insane amount of locations. That's so convenient. But no, thank you very much to, uh, to the people at Lube City for sponsoring our podcast now. Thank you. And I will go there and get myself an oil change. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time.
1: The hotel you stayed at in London, would you say, uh, was it prison-like or was it just a hotel?
0: It was a hotel.
1: Would you have liked it more if it was a prison?
0: No, but I wouldn't mind spending a night in prison as long as I knew I was getting out in the morning.
1: Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly,
0: just two guys watching the world go by. Uh, we were talking at six o'clock about the—they're uh, going to tear down the remand
1: center. Finally, yeah, it's been uh, hasn't housed an inmate in ten years, but they're going to broom that thing starting
0: in the summer. I had no idea it had been ten years. No idea whatsoever. Uh, And then I just we started talking about because I think when they closed it down, we were like, oh, you know what they should do? They should turn that into a theme hotel where you can pay money and go spend the night in prison because people want experiences now. They don't want prizes. They want experiences. And we could buy experiences for people and send them to prison overnight. And then somebody texted in and said they converted a prison in a hotel into a hotel in Finland. It was so cool to stay there. I wrote back, said, did you stay there? And they said, yes. It was very posh and modern. That's not a prison then
1: experience. And it's not the... Yeah. No. No. You want to eat gruel, like you said. You want to have the group showers. You want to have an hour where you're allowed to go into the yard. Mm-hmm. You want to do a lot of chin-ups on steaming pipes coming out
0: of the walls. Yes, Exactly. You want to do that thing where you sit and you throw cards into a hat? You could. Oh, man. I shouldn't even be
1: saying this out loud. It's too good of an idea. What if you had a prison-themed hotel where you could pay extra for the Shawshank suite, Mm -hmm. which have maybe a little softer walls and you can tunnel your way out?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, I like this.
1: You crawl through a sewage pipe, Mm -hmm. come out the other side, and then you get a continental breakfast.
0: You could have themed cells. You could have the Andy Dufresne cell. Like, that would be the one right there that you tunnel out of. You could have, well, I was going to get into serial killers now, but that's kind of dark and bleak, and nobody needs to hear about that. But it's not too late to turn the uh, the Remand Center center into a theme hotel. Hey, theme hotels, it's worked for decades at West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. Why couldn't you do a theme hotel in an old prison? No, you look at other cities. Vancouver's known for its seawall.
1: Yes. Toronto's known for the CN Tower. Calgary's got the mountains. Edmonton could be the prison hotel town. Yes. And I fail to see a downside to that. I don't see a downside either. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Uh, We were talking a, a few minutes ago again about the old remand center downtown. If you're not from here, it's like an old prison. It's where you went... When you were waiting to be sentenced, right? Before you knew which big house you were going to be shipped off to, and now they're going to tear it down because we got a fancy new one. And I was just saying, why not turn it into a theme hotel? Go spend the night in prison, pay some money, and see what it's all about. Several people have. Somebody else said there's one in Finland that they turned into a hotel. Somebody said there was an old jail turned hostel in Christchurch, New Zealand. I stayed at it in 2008. Super cool. Had a great time. Somebody else said they should turn the Remand Centre into a paintball-themed escape room where you have to shoot your way out as you figure out how to get out. Somebody else, good morning. Ottawa has a prison hostel. Looks pretty cool. One of my children stayed there on their Canada trip after high school. Uh, <laughs> They could also turn it into a shelter instead, have a great day. Yeah, I'm sure that, that idea has been tossed around for sure. And I think it is going to be... Like, once they broom it, isn't the plan to put up affordable housing there? I mean, deep down inside, every single one of us, and I mean everyone, wants to know what it feels like to spend a night in prison. But without all the weird unsettling stuff in the shower... So why not turn the old remand center into a theme hotel? Why not? Huh? I think we're all wired to have a fascination with prisons. And that's why there are so many TV shows and movies that take place in and around prison. We're all curious. Or maybe you've spent some time behind bars and you want to share the rest with the rest of us. So we can live vicariously through your orange jumpsuit experience. (laughs) You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I was shocked that it hasn't been in business for 10 years. There hasn't been an inmate in remand, the downtown location, for 10 years. That's nuts. And I thought, why don't they just turn that hotel into a prison? Or turn that prison into a hotel? Because we all want to experience prison, but with none of the weirdness in the shower.
1: Yeah, without it, you know, completely ruining our ability to work or travel.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, So staying there for a a weekend. Yes. Two-night stay at Edmonton's glorious prison hotel.
0: But you can't make it comfortable. No, you want to make it authentic. Exactly. You want to experience what it really does feel like. So anyway, we were just talking about that and just everybody's fascination with prison. I mean, why are there so many movies about it? Why are there so many TV shows and books about it? Huh? because we're all fascinated by it. And I asked you the question, have you ever been to prison? Yeah, I spent uh, two days and three nights at the remand. Two days and three nights. Now, did you get like the full prison experience where you were locked in a cell every single night or was this more like a dorm thing? What was it yeah, like? it was a dorm. So you're in a big group of people like you're sleeping in a gymnasium?
2: Yeah, it was like 20, 25 guys in upper dorm. Uh-huh. And yeah, just one like I say, one bathroom area, one shower area and about twenty five cots and yeah, Did you, you got your cheese in the morning that you had to save for your cheese, for your hamburger at night or to have, you know, a cheeseburger or, and then people were trading like sugar packs and whatnot. Yeah, it was quite the experience.
0: Why would they give you a slice of cheese first thing in the morning to put on your burger that night?
2: I don't know. One of the guys I actually knew, guy I played uh, soccer with for like 10 years. He was in there and he's like, yeah, save your cheese if you want a cheeseburger tonight. Put it in a cup. So we put it in our morning coffee cup and saved it. And, yeah, it was like saying, was an interesting experience.
0: Yeah. Would the cheese be all sweaty by the time, you know, cheese gets sweaty? Yeah, kind of more or less. Yeah, Sweaty Cheese, by the way. That should be your band name now that you've been to prison. <laughs> you, you need to start a band, buddy, and call it Sweaty Cheese.
2: If uh, I had some musical talents, I think those got passed on to my kids.
0: Yeah. Uh, can I ask the question that everybody wants me to ask, but is too afraid to? Go for it. What were you in for?
2: For a no insurance ticket. And then I got pulled over while driving another vehicle with Ben Speeding
0: or something. See, I don't think people understand how serious the no-insurance ticket is.
2: See, I was overdue. It was three grand. and Oof.
0: If they turned the remand center into a themed hotel where you go casually spend the night, would you go back? If I could take my kids? Yeah. Do they know that Daddy was in prison for two days, three uh, nights?
2: My, my oldest does. He's 15. The other two are 10 and 8, so they're not aware yet.
0: Yeah. it's going to be a weird conversation when you have to break that news to your kids that You know, you did some time. Mind you, he did two nights. He probably doesn't have to tell anyone. He more or less stayed at the hotel we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, he had to keep a piece of cheese in his wallet. Where do you keep your cheese all day long when you're in prison? What do wallets look like in prison? Like, is there a section for cheese? Is there a section for sugar packets? Just don't Google prison wallet. Priz- don't? Don't Google
1: it. Can I do it on your computer? <laughs> don't Google that. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's a great idea to make this prison hotel family friendly. Uh-huh. Uh, if it's one set of people who need to learn the horrors of prison, it's small infant children.
0: Oh, exactly. Take your toddlers to prison. Why not? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. We just want to know. Have you ever spent some time in jail? We had a guy on a few minutes ago. Two nights. That's the longest stretch. He's a hardened criminal. I was a little
1: surprised to hear that the Remand Center was serving hamburgers. Well, yeah, that was your takeaway. It was like, oh, you get cheeseburgers in prison? Like, Shouldn't we be
0: serving criminals kind of... Gruel. Gruel, like punishment foods, not, not cheeseburgers. I thought that's what you got in prison. I had no idea. Somebody said, my husband spent a night in the drunk tank and brings it up almost daily. He'll say, (laughs) I've done some time, you know, or when I was inside very dramatically as if he did a prison sentence instead of just spending a night in the drunk tank in his early 20s. Good. I hope he continues to do that for the rest of his life. I would do the exact same thing. So would I.
1: I had to beat up the toughest guy, man. Yeah. And I did it. I'll tell you the damage you can do
0: with a pillowcase full of bars of soap. Need a good recipe for toilet wine? Do you have a good recipe for toilet wine? Not a good one, I no. would say. <laughs> it's pretty average. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give
1: it two stars. It's
0: the Gunner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. So far, the clubhouse leader this morning is the guy who spent two nights in jail. So if you can top two nights, feel free to get in touch
1: with the show. Yeah, and he didn't paint... I mean, it's prison. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's yeah. prison. There's a lot of negatives. But he's talking about, you know, they got burgers.
0: Oh, yeah. That's what he was saying is they would give you the cheese for your cheeseburger first thing in the morning. So you'd have to save your cheese all day, like put it in your I have the prison f- wallet. I have a, well, again, don't Google what that is. I thought it was just a wallet they gave you in prison. Kind of. They take away your wallet when you come in and they give you a prison wallet. Kind of.
1: Okay. Uh, I have a feeling it's special breakfast cheese you get, and they're just savvy inmates now. Oh. And they just know that, hey, don't eat your breakfast cheese. Save it for your hamburger.
0: At the end of the day. Bryce's response, I kid you not, when we got off the air with that guy, Bryce said, you get cheeseburgers in prison? It's like, well, you can get a free cheeseburger in other places, Bryce. You don't have to go to prison for that.
1: I'm a hamburger connoisseur, so now I need to know how it compares to other hamburgers how does it compare to the Mexican resort
0: which is a surprisingly rock
1: solid burger that's a great burger so I need to know what the prison burger is like
0: yeah Uh, somebody says not quite the same but years ago I was taking the greyhound from Jasper to Edmonton when we got to Hinton there were two men in handcuffs the bus stopped the guard took the handcuffs off and the guys got on One of them sat with me and talked the whole way. I was terrified. I was also a 22-year-old girl. So they just brought prisoners to the bus, took the cuffs off, and they rode into the big city? What was that all about? (laughs) That's weird. Is that how you get released from prison
1: in Hinton? There's a series on Netflix. It's called, I think, The World's Most Dangerous Prisons. And it's this one guy who goes and spends like a week or two in the most dangerous prisons around the world. Yeah. And a cameraman goes with him and he films it. And he's just, there's one... In Europe somewhere where he was just standing in the kitchen Casually talking, they had a kitchen He was casually talking to another guy And like, what are you in for? And he's like, murder And he casually starts talking about the murder He committed
0: Yeah, could you hand me that knife? Prison seems
1: weird That was my takeaway
0: Yeah, and cheeseburgers And cheeseburgers
1: You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast
0: Somebody says, I currently work in a federal prison. I've worked in two others as well. Prison is as weird as it is on TV. (laughs) Thank you, Vanessa. Good to know. Somebody else says, I look after maintenance. Oh, I should have read this one. Am I supposed to read this on the radio? I look after maintenance for an RCMP building in a smaller town. They get to order food from anywhere in town. I, I think you're talking about the people who are in the cells, right? Where they're calling for
1: delivery. <laughs> small town pizza delivery guy dropping off a pie at the prison.
0: When you're in a small town holding cell in an RCMP detachment, you probably got what? You probably have a Burger Baron, I would guess. Probably an A&W. You're not going to get like um, a Cha cheese or something <laughs> like that. No. Uh, somebody else says, I found out. That an ex of mine dated a guy that stabbed a cab driver, stole the car, then stole some guns from her uncle, got in a shootout with the cops in a high speed chase. She told me about this after she got out after being in jail for five years. Wow. Okay. Okay. I would feel like that might be something I'd want to know right up front. That's first date material. Yeah. You got to get that out of the way. Uh,
1: someone said the best prison is minimum security. Got to barbecue my own steaks in Bowdoin Minimum. Is Bowden a minimum?
0: That mm. mm, like the
1: highway? It looks like a medium at least. It's got a water tower. That must mean something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Barbecuing your own steaks in prison. Where did we find this person? <laughs> Where are they? They're the same one that said they did just under four years, 16 months of which was in the remand. Uh, The food there makes TV dinners seem like high-end cuisine
0: Okay, so they probably earned their way into Bowdoin Good behavior Yeah, for good behavior Good behavior, you get to cook your own steak See, this is fascinating, isn't it? I wonder what kind of steak you get What cut was it? Yes, what kind of cut was it? That's my follow-up question Was it a ribeye? Why am I so fascinated by prison food? Would you get to do baked potatoes? Or would you have to do, like, instant potatoes? What's the food like? Is there a market, if I were to
1: start a food truck,
0: prison food? Uh, somebody just texted, how about a prison hamburger food truck? Oh, there we go.
1: There you go. Great minds. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.